1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears. AT and T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream.
2: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
0: Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios, where the NBA, basically everybody in the NBA is on the move. We're getting ready for another week in the NFL. We're getting ready for the NBA draft. And Mike Harmon, this is my last show of my 40s. This How does is that the make last show of my 40s. You alright with that? Uh, it's you know what I I I'm having a little bit more pr- trouble with it than I thought I would, but in the end, it's okay. I mean, number how what I, I What, can, can, stop I, what it? can I do to make it better? Uh, let's see. Uh, what can
4: America do to make it better? Add uh, how about a fresca? Add swollen dome. Well, add listen, Fox, I feel like
0: radio. I, I got the big look. Look, the, the Jets sucked for the entirety of my forties. So no. That's that's been a waste. A waste. Well, of that's decade. true. I mean, you had you those know. two
4: runs with Sanchez, and yeah. then it's been
0: miserable since. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But you Tebow I got Tebow for I
0: got, a minute. I got Steve Cohen, so that's a big thing. I got Steve Cohen. I'm very so that, well, that, you I did that have that a World Series appearance. Yeah, I got that going into my 50s because we're coming for everybody. We're going to have Theo Epstein in the year. We are coming for everyone. I do like your long-term business plan there. That is That is a solid structural plan. I want to let everybody know, in my 50s, when I start now, when we start – we are coming for everyone. We're coming for your best player, manager, and front office executive. Every single one of them. We are coming for them and we're gonna get them. If we want them, we're gonna buy them. We're gonna buy everybody. This this is the decade of the Mets. This is what this is. the decade of the Mets. Here it comes right now. The twenties will be the Mets decade. Well, I, I like that in theory. <laughs> You can't give me that in my last show in my 40s? You
4: can't no, give me that? No, I mean, I love you, buddy, but I can't. Because, oh, buddy, buddy. Because you, the assumption that everybody's just suddenly going to show up at the door because this guy's handing out money. All the other owners hand out money except Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. Right? I mean, those are the two places it's going to be a little difficult. But the the rest of the league, guys have money. They spend money
0: on their Doesn't players. Matter. Sorry, we have buddy. the most. We have the most money. We Our owner is worth the most. We're going to yeah. buy everything. And I know he talks a good game, and he was
4: on Twitter, and he's already been verified something that stupid Twitter people still haven't looked at my name and figured it out. But, you know, this guy comes in with a couple of billion dollars. All of a sudden, he's a big shot. Uh, But anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I haven't yeah. been busted for insider trading I'll tell you, those 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 billionaires that come in and think they can call the shots I'll tell you what, I got a word for them <laughs> Hey, I didn't have to pay off $2 billion in fines for some shady dealings $2 billion in fines for Steve Cohen is like you and I saying Hey, here's a 10, you want to run up and grab me some chicken and potatoes? I mean, really, well, that's, you know yeah, but let's there's nothing illegal about me taking a
4: ten from your hand and going
0: and buying you chicken and potatoes. <laughs> so let's go up to Playa Loco. Here's a ten. Get yourself something. That's that's Steve Cohen right there. That, that's what Steve Cohen. Yeah, you know, two billion. Yeah, here you go. You take that two billion. That's okay. Did he get the combo? Right
4: that's really what I want to know.
0: It's, it's 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 me getting it's me getting the chicken. It's me getting uh, mashed potatoes and maybe if I want some macaroni and cheese. And I know. And you would stop and get a pint of ice cream on the way back. We we know your habits.
4: Yes. They're yes, well yes. formed and well well established within our Fox Sports Radio community, but <laughs> no, on this the last day of your 40s, yeah, we we do stipulate that the Mets will be more exciting. Yes, however, I still don't think it suddenly. You know the line ride when Disneyland or Universal Studios here in Southern California reopens, and you're standing there for four hours, hoping that you you get to the front of the line, or maybe you get a fast pass or whatever.
0: That that's not what the Mets are going to be, buddy. Yes, it is, buddy. Other it's guys going line elsewhere. Because they going to have here, to
4: prioritize something.
0: It's me getting in line, going, "Hey, you Disney employee, yeah, here you go. Here's 500 bucks. I get to the front of the line. Oh, sure. There you go. I'm there. That's Steve Cohen. That's our world. That's what we're going to do? We're going to buy yeah, everything."
4: I, I, I w- actually think we need to try that when we go back to when when it reopens. <laughs> <laughs> see see how salty people get and what
0: the reaction of the Disney employee would be. No. Oh. Twitter at fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico <laughs> Studios. So uh, I, I don't know what the final meal of my 40s is going to be. I'll be surprised with that to coming up. You, ha- you haven't eaten already? No, not yet. Not yet. I, I, I don't know. Not, it might be left. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not going to be. Well, maybe it could be McDonald's. I, it might wind up. <laughs> whoa,
5: I whoa, just whoa, played whoa. whoa. I
0: don't know. Well, you always play the horse burger thing. I don't that know. <laughs> I was, I might, might have McDonald's. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, but while, while you know, we, we were dealing with stuff here on the show, obviously getting set for the NBA draft tomorrow night, all the rumors are flying fast and furious around the NBA about all the different players that could be on the move, whether it's James Harden or Kemba Walker or it could be Gordon Hayward now. It could be John Wall and Russell Westbrook. So many things are out there. Let's deal with James Harden first. According to sources... James Harden to the Nets in a deal that we're still trying to figure out what it's going to be is becoming more and more what the end game is going to wind up. We're not there yet. There's been no we've agreed on a trade, but it seems like according to all the reports today, Harden to the Nets is what's going to occur. Now, it could wind up being who knows going back and what what the trade winds up being could be three teams involved. You got money involved in all different shades, but it looks like James Harden to the Nets. Is going to happen now. Let me just say this because I'll say it first, and I I know that other you know that 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 there's two different sides to this. Either the 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 Nets are going to win the championship, or it's going to be a complete and total off the rails ride. And I want to tell you, it's going to be a complete and total off the rails ride. That's what this is going to be. It will be fun, but failure. That should be the logo of the Nets and the slogan. Hey, we're fun. We're going to fail, but we're fun. Fun but failure. All right? These are not the three guys to put together under the stress. Okay, They're not LeBron, who is mentally strong. Dwayne Wade, mentally strong. Chris Bosh, mentally strong. They went through this. Kevin Durant, burner accounts. Kyrie Irving, completely unpredictable. James Harden, tired at the end of games. These are not the three guys to put together to say, hey, here's a new big superpower. Go make it work. They've, you already had two of these guys say, we don't need a head coach. There's Knights. KD could be the head coach or Kyrie could be the head coach. They think it's going to be easy. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and Jan- they think we're going to play together and it's going to be easy. We're going to be the Heat 2.0, or now that it's 2020, we're going to be the Heat 5.0. They are not mentally strong enough for what they're going to have to navigate throughout the season. I already know that. I already told you. KD is very fragile mentally. Kyrie Irving, I don't even know what goes through his head from one second to the next. Who knows? I don't even know how much Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving really want to play basketball. I really don't. I don't know how much Kyrie Irving really wants to play basketball. I don't know if KD is as into playing basketball as he was. He's never been able to really find happiness playing basketball. So I don't know how suddenly this is going to be it. It, 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 it seems great. We're going to take these three guys and throw them together where their games don't mesh off of one another. And and the the propensity that all of them have to just ignore what's going on around them, ignore the coaches. ignore. This is going to be fun. But it is going to fail, and it's going to fail spectacularly. It's going—it's going to be great. Right? I said it's going to be a great show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be like a big firework show on the Fourth of July. And then at the end, it's going to be—they win a championship. Oh no! Come on, man. These guys, no, 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 no. No, they, they—they all got in a fist fight the final week of the regular season with each other. Actually, on the court, third quarter, with the shot clock winding down, they all got in a big fist fight, looking for the basketball on the floor. I mean, that—that's how this is going to go if it's the three of them together in Brooklyn.
4: I'm working on a painting that I'm creating of George Clooney from, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, where he's clapping going, Now that's what I call a Lincoln show. Uh, and he's going to be wearing a Nets jersey uh, <laughs> with all the tattoos and everything from his character in the movie. It'll be brilliant. But I, I do like your chaos theory. Look, if Harden getting tired, I'm not worried about that because with two other guys that can ha- handle and dominate the ball, uh, he doesn't have to necessarily work as hard on that end of the floor, right? Assuming everybody's healthy, everybody's playing, and we're not in a load management situation. Sure, there's some reports out there that maybe Kyrie's not 100% on board. So this becomes, you know, the opportunity to go and sit down. It's like, well, we, we need one more. We got to go get one more. And this is the guy. He wants out. It's very clear. They're blowing it up in Houston. There's many reasons why this may be happening. But the reality is, all of these guys want out. And no matter what leaked, people talk. They were going to get the information that guys wanted out. I don't know why everybody thought this was some big deal that it it showed up in a newspaper report. But Kyrie Irving is going to have to uh, address the idea like for all of them. Kevin Durant wants to go down as one of the, if not the greatest player of all time. How do you do that? You win more titles. Kyrie Irving, he still is still chipping, chippy uh, that he hasn't gotten credit for the one he helped win in Cleveland, right? He's still salty because he's seen as an all uh, also ran there. And then you've got James Harden, who that's all that's left for his career. We know the individual greatness and all the accolades that have been bestowed upon him. So I, I think calmer heads can prevail. And you've got multiple coaches that will be there, right? D'Antoni's hanging out. Steve Nash could suit up and run a couple of minutes at the point if they need him to. Because uh, he's got some really like business sneakers that he came out with that mm-hmm. you know have the business look. But the you can just step on the court if you need to blow off some steam and, and shoot some Jays. So perhaps he'll, he'll be able to insert himself back into the game as well. I'm not so su- sure that this ends up in a failure. It, it, it's going to be fun to watch, and I'm there, sure there's going to be that's, some that's hiccups that along is not the even way. A question. That is not even a question how much fun this is going to be. Oh, not no, it's, it's absolutely going to be electric one way or the other, right? They're either scoring 125 points a night Mm-hmm. and blowing teams out and talking about flat earth. And yeah, oh, flat earth will over be a big topic.
0: Side. Dinosaurs yeah, will exactly. be a big topic, too. Oh, it'll be a big. Look, I would be in on this, and I am completely serious on this. I would be really in on this move if it was the Nets trading Kyrie Irving to get James Harden. I would be so in on that for the Nets. Harden and KD, that I'd be in for that I'd completely be in for because that's what that's what I really think can work but Kyrie in the middle of all of this the guy just disrupts everything and as I said I don't know how much he wants to play basketball I, I I don't I don't know what his what what motivates him from one minute to the next you know who knows and if they ha- if they removed him from the system then suddenly I like it better but Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn to play with Kyrie Irving. So they got, it's basically, they're going to have to find a way to make it all three of them work together. And the three of them, it's, it's, it's it's too much. These guys are all such big divas and, and they've been prima donnas for a long time. They've all been getting paid a lot of money for a long time. And for it to suddenly think, okay, we're really hungry. I, I don't know how hungry they are. Kevin Durant's got a couple of titles. Kyrie uh, so does, and, and, and James Harden is looking for the first one. Uh, this is not going to be, hey, we're all together looking to cement our legacies like it was with the Heat. This is not, I'm going go to go the, to the Golden State Warriors and cement my legacy and win games. This is, oh, we're just going to go play together because we want it to be fun. You know, KD doesn't even want to be coached. Right? He do, he just wants to sit back and say, hey, listen, I, I don't like you – know, no matter where he's been, he hasn't been happy. And when you can't be happy in Golden State, well, where the hell are you going to be happy? He just wants to go out there without anybody coaching him. And him and Kyrie go out and kind of do their thing and have fun. I I don't see this being that we are motivated to win a championship. I don't see this being suddenly now we're all together to go win like LeBron yeah. was to make my legacy. I'm going to Miami because I got to win because I care what people say about me. You know, I, I, I don't see that in this case. Going on oh. with Brooklyn?
4: No, I see. I completely disagree. I think you got three guys that deeply care what everybody thinks about them, and this is a legacy play if there ever was one. Two guys that are pissed that they don't get the credit they think they deserve, and the third guy who wants to be more than a beard.
0: He wants to be more than a beard, but he's going joining a team where who even knows? Kevin Durant, you're right, they, they care what people say because Kevin Durant has burner Twitter accounts. That's my but point. It's, it's not about winning, it's about making sure people just say Kevin Durant's the best player. If, Ke- if people would just say Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA, that's what would make him happy. I mean, not winning championships, if, you would, if it would be this, this general understood thing that KD's the best player, he'd walk around the happiest guy in the world. But he can't take any kind of criticism, and boy, is he lining up for it with a move like this. Just what, last year was the honeymoon when he wasn't playing? just watch what happens now it's like that watch what happens now they should be on bravo every single night <laughs> watch what happens now
2: be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app
0: you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: This is it, we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
0: Joining us now on the hotline, a man who's had a very busy last 24 hours with the big report that potentially one of the reasons why James Harden, Russell Westbrook looking to be traded away from the Rockets is because the players disagree politically with Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta's support of President Donald Trump. It is Rick Buecher, friend of the show. What's happening, Rick?
5: Oh, you know, we got a few things going on. Isn't it exciting? We got that. We got another season right around the corner. I, I know it's a hardship on the players, but I'm kind of excited about the NBA getting back on somewhat of a more normal schedule. I was I was uh, I was on board with the idea of, hey, let's change it up, let's play through the summer, less competition, etc. It just didn't feel right. This is this feels right. I think this is the perfect perfect setup. Uh, start close to Christmas, that's when most people start paying attention anyway. I like it. Oh, I think
0: every this is going to be the new norm. We're going to start close to Christmas. We're going to play 72 games. We're going to have the play-in games, and it's yep. going to go a little bit into the beginning of the summer. I, look, the changes that we have to do, that's a bit of a silver lining, that the NBA has, has uh, jumped on things and figured things out, that this is how it's going to be, and this is what's going to work best. So at least it's kind of one of those hey, we had a real crappy 2020, we did the best we could, but yeah. maybe this is the best thing going forward. Agreed. Uh, let's start with the Rockets. Uh, look, because clearly I know you've been busy the last couple of days, uh, this story with the Rockets and and the political reasons potentially could be making trades. Yeah. If you had to, to ballpark it for me, the James yeah. Harden potentially getting traded, Russell Westbrook potentially getting traded – what percentage of that is because politically they, they don't like what Tillman Fortida is doing supporting President Trump? What what percentage of it is that?
5: I, it's got, I, I would have it 25% or less. I, I don't okay. think it's a driving factor here. And the, re- the, the reason that I brought it up, I brought it up on, on the Odd Couple show the other day, was simply because it, it, it was more the fact that while certainly Russell and Harden are aware of that and that has, Soured their view of Tillman, Tillman uh, that there are a, a number of players on the team that are less high profile that sort of feel the same way. And, uh, and it caught me by surprise uh, when I was told that because I figured uh, it's, in some ways it's understandable. You have a new head coach, you have a new GM, both neophytes at the job. I thought that was the driving element here when it came to Harden and Westbrook. Uh, so when I was told hey you know what these guys really um, a lot of them don't are just not feeling tillman and this is a carryover from the feeling about uh, the owners in general and the boycott during the bubble uh, midway Milwaukee kicked it off but the players all sitting down and saying we're not sure we want to play a lot of that was pinpointed on the uh, the, the dispute and the controversy and conflict that that was rising uh, around uh, the, the presidential run, and that there were players, I mean, number one, I don't know that anybody ever came out and said it, but their number one thing was they didn't like the current president, and they wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to be reelected, and they wanted the owners, they didn't want to see the owners donating their, their, their money and their influence to, uh, to seeing that happen. They wanted them to be on their side of the equation. And while Tillman has said he kneels in, uh, you know, it, it joins the players in kneeling uh, as far as uh, on behalf of recognizing social justice, his donations and contributions to the Republican Party and his closeness to Trump um, said something else. And players have just become more cognizant of it. So, I, I you know, I'd say it's, it's less than 25 percent as far as the 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 factor, uh, it, it, plays in their desire to be elsewhere. Um, but it's, it is a present element and it seems to be there with for in particular. And keep in mind, uh, Joe Tsai, the owner of the Brooklyn nets where Hardin wants to go is a guy who, uh, is also a billionaire and has had some interaction with Trump, but has been critical of him in many ways particularly with his uh with Trump's approach to uh, Asian Americans and the suggestion that the coronavirus is the uh kung flu as he likes to call it.
4: So off of that we've got several years left on Harden's deal. You've got yep. West Westbrook. I did I compared it all to a distressed property, Rick. Uh I'll <laughs> save the long analogy here but just you, you you know that these guys want out. There's no secrets, yep. right? It's it's yep. all of that. You changed out. Daryl Morey's gone, so Raphael Stone trying to work with this. What's to keep anybody from just waiting them out until, alright, bargain basement, discount rate? Because I can't imagine there's a lot of suitors, at least on the Westbrook side.
5: Yeah, I, the, the only teams that I've heard interested, uh, Charlotte and, and the Knicks. Um, it, it, it's Again, it's a matter of what are you going to be asking in return for, for Russell, and is it going to be a place that he wants to go? Uh, look, the, the thing is, um, and you talk about distressed situations, Westbrook is the type of guy that could go into a market, much like he did in Oklahoma City the last time we saw him, and instantly make a team a uh, a playoff contender, improve it by 10 wins or so, depending on where they are in the standings now. And he will sell tickets. So for someone like Michael Jordan, who has the Jordan brand connection and is looking to find a star for Charlotte and be able to sell tickets, makes all the sense in the world that he would be interested in, in bringing Russell there. I guess I could kind of say the same thing with where with where the Knicks are right now, and looking for that that marquee player. They always seem to be looking for that. So I think there's some deals out there to be made. And I will say, when it comes to Harden, I mean, I, there are a number of teams that uh, are looking to get into the sweepstakes. Um, you know, there was a report about Boston. I've heard Golden State has even looked at uh, at, at, at trying to get in that, or at least has... Uh, thrown around some ideas of how they might get into uh, the the James Harden conversation. So I, if 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 Houston wants to make a deal, if they want to wipe the slate clean, they're going to have the opportunity to do it. It's just a matter of how high of a price are they going to ask? And look, I, I feel as if their best prices are probably going to come in the next uh, in the next couple of weeks. Because once you get close to the season, now the pressure turns back on the Houston Rockets. They do not want to start the season with two guys who ultimately do not want to be there. You don't want to go into the season uh, having, having to deal with that. And I just don't see a way in which they can make something else happen that is going to mollify the feelings of Harden and Westbrook.
0: Rick Buecher with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Now, before we get to the draft, l- let me just say this, because you brought up Boston, and I feel like they're getting set to do something really, really big. They're fielding calls mm. on Kemba Walker. They push Gordon Hayward's decision on his option uh, year to Thursday. They have the money to make a move to bring a superstar in. I, I feel like they're on the cusp of ma- of doing something really, really huge in the next 48 hours.
5: Yeah, I... I-, I- I would tend to agree, except that Danny Ainge likes to get in the mix, middle of everything and doesn't always pull the trigger. Like, how many times have we looked at, <laughs> at what he has and we've said, "Oh, they're going to do something." Oh, Boston's going to. Danny's talking to so and so. Then he's considering this, and I don't know what his batting average is, but I would say out of the five deals that he uh, that he's supposedly interested in doing, maybe one of them actually happens. So I know that Danny always wants to be in the mix, but his, uh, his, his execution in terms of actually getting things done isn't quite as high. And, uh, and I think he may end up doing something. I mean, I, I do under, you know, I, I, from everything I've heard, the, uh, the looking to move Kemba is legitimate. They are exploring that. And, but I could see it being something like he goes to Chicago as opposed to some blockbuster deal. And I and I know that there's and I don't know if you guys have talked about this. There was, you know, a, a, a speculation about a Lamarcus Aldridge for Kemba Walker deal. And I, I I that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me unless San Antonio has been playing possum on their feelings about. Dejounte Murray and the, and the and the group of young guards that they have there, um, I know that they wouldn't mind moving Lamarcus, but that's not a deal that uh, that seems to make a a lot of sense. And I'd have to study a little harder on exactly what they would be getting out of uh, out of Chicago. Ultimately, the other angle, the other element that I'm intrigued by when it comes to Boston is the possibility of a Rajon Rondo reunion, which I understand is at least. Um, a possibility. To what degree, I don't know, but uh, that door has been cracked open, from what I've been told.
4: All right, Rick. Tomorrow it is draft night. Finally here, uh, middle <laughs> of November, we get it going, and everybody knows three names. Uh, yeah. Where where's Lamelo Ball going, and does
5: Lonzo join him? <laughs> <laughs> I would. Well, look, I, I I would fully expect at this point from. And and this is one of the things that I've had a number of GMs ask me. They're like, who's Minnesota taking? Uh, and so there's – I don't know that we've ever been this close to the draft, and we've still had uncertainty about the order of the top. And I believe that it is going to be by default. It is going to be LaMelo simply because I've heard too many questions about – Uh, Anthony Edwards and concerns about how being the number one pick would impact him uh, as as and it's not he's got the body uh, he's got the scoring ability there are a number of other red flag factors there that uh, I'm getting the sense have dissuaded the Minnesota from taking him number one and James Wiseman has kind of made it clear that he doesn't want to be in Minnesota so as I said by default LaMelo uh, ends up being the number one
0: pick. See, see Rick, and here's here's how I got it. I'm thinking by the end of the night tomorrow, the Knicks have Lonzo, they have LaMelo, they have Jello, and they have Melo again. So they have all three ball brothers and Carmelo Anthony by this time tomorrow night.
5: Uh, Oh, Leon Rose bringing that to the table. You know what? That could happen if James Dolan does what he's done before which is basically he sidelines all of his basketball people and he decides to make the deal himself. That I could see that happening. And and we only have one explanation for that if it were to happen. Dolan yo <laughs> he's on twitter at rick buecher on twitter at rick buecher
0: rick as always buddy appreciate it my friend the best stuff as always we'll talk to you enjoy the draft tomorrow night my pleasure guys
2: thanks rick be good be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike harman weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific
0: you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive Go to slash sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
0: As we get into the NBA draft tomorrow night, there's a lot of question over who's going to wind up going number one overall. Currently, Minnesota's going to pick number one, Golden State second, Charlotte third. Uh, That's the top three. And anywhere from James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, all mentioned for the top three picks. But most of the mock drafts have either Wiseman or Edwards at one I think when it comes down to it, it's going to be pretty easy. It's a down year for the draft, right? There's no Zion and John Moran at the top. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a great year. And look, as the years go by, each year of the draft is never a great year because it's more about, hey, these guys are all projects now, and it's going to take them a while to get into the NBA. When it's all said and done and the dust clears tomorrow, LaMelo Ball will go number one overall. His skill set is just too much to ignore in a down year, even despite the expected LeVar ball baggage that's going to come along with it. Uh, Just his size, being able to handle the ball the way he does, in the end, it will cut through the clutter because you're just finding a way to not take him if you're taking somebody else at number one. So, So when it comes down to it, clear heads will prevail. It's all right, this is clearly the most talented guy in the draft, so he's going to wind up going number one overall.
4: Yeah, I I don't think there's any doubt, right? There's you've got other players that have said flat out I don't want to go to Minnesota. Sorry, Mm -hmm. Scott Shapiro, our boss. Uh, Yeah, now he's gonna fire
0: you, man. We had a good we had a good meeting with him today about the show and everything and now he's gonna He made fun of the Bears. He is gonna doesn't matter. He's he's our manager, he's gonna fire you, man. You think how long would you last in New England if you hey you know Bill Belichick made fun of me on make fun of Bill Belichick guess what he's trading your ass to somewhere you don't want to be like the Jets checks are going to clear right no i, I <laughs> <laughs> maybe not
4: maybe not exactly uh might have been the end of it look if that if that's what the ends of my run here at Fox Sports Radio uh you know what? For an innocuous, this guy doesn't want to go to Minnesota. It's nothing that Scott and I haven't talked about He's quite a bit you. off He's off air. air.
0: Tie shirt. You got to brush up on sports because you're going to be on with me uh, the rest of this week. All this, right, this, give me this, uh,
2: this. one day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's all you need.
2: I
4: got some quiz stuff for tie shirt tomorrow. Listen, uh, just real quick. Give me one day. <laughs> Look, you're talking about star power, brand recognition, all of those things that that help get, re-energize. Uh, a squad, and a guy to run point that can fill it up. I mean, that, that's everything you need in today's NBA, and that's your, your building blocks.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the final hour of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. The last hour on the air of my 40s. <laughs> this is the Dude. last hour on the air my 40s you know and the thing is i turned 40 on the air i i remember this when i when i was hosting all night uh and i turn i remember because all night was on late at night uh it was it started at 10 11 o'clock at night and went till three in the morning in in, in la and mm-hmm. so i remember going to commercial break saying the next time we speak i'm gonna be 40 And I came out of the break, and the whole next segment, I talked like Grandpa Simpson. So I remember turning 40 on the air. I won't get to turn 50 on the air. At least I'll have a good hour of snacks and ice cream and uh, the crown uh, before I turn 50.
4: Well, you could be a uh, special guest caller, I'm sure, to the Ben Maller Show. Maybe you can work something (laughs) out with Eddie Garcia and do the update to bring in the new hour.
0: Up 50, Uh, you miserable rat. Yeah, well, I, I also I also may be a couple of, uh, uh, you know, I, I may be a drink or two in at that point. I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, who I knows? I thought you were don't saying know. you were drinking Listen, Diet Cokes. So yeah, you've but, been lying the whole time. No, no, no. That's my plan. But, you know, hey, who knows what that hour could bring? I mean, well, who knows? That's, yeah. you know, and tomorrow Gucci I'll hour. drop off. Maybe I should just drop off your uh, birthday gift tonight. <laughs> Leave it at your doorstep. <laughs> What's going on? I am really really tell you know there, there's a uh one of my friends uh always say you know you know i got going on friday night what what you wouldn't believe it what i am balancing my checkbook tonight and it's taken me a long time but i have balanced it i'm like wow you really know how to party You yeah, that's that's a big friday night <laughs> i mean look i'm not it's not quite like it was when i was in my 20s where it was we're going out at 10 o'clock and then at two o'clock we're going to find some place to go have breakfast i mean and, and now well, it's you like could. Oh, well, i let's mean see, look
4: what, the lockdown
0: here hasn't happened yet I mean
4: those restrictions <laughs> and you have a badge you can flash at them. That's true. I do have the essential badge.
0: <laughs> yes, the essential badge that you and I have. Hey, listen. That's I'm sorry. Right.
4: I'm okay, I want to
0: I want to I going to flash that badge at you. Can you I know, ask I mean, you a question
4: you know. really? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Um, uh, does Zoe find that as comical as Madeline
0: and Eleanor do? <laughs> the essential the essential yes.
5: badge? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
4: I'm
5: essential,
0: well, you know you like that. To- she liked it when she thought it could mean it could mean something like like could we get to the front of a line somewhere or did, did we get do we get anything free with this like I go no it just means that if they stop the car for some reason if there's ever a uh you know some kind of moratorium on, on travel for whatever reason I'm okay because I have this note that I'm essentially to travel back and forth to work she was like oh okay like she thought it was far less mean exciting something. huh. Yeah, she thought it was going to mean something like all like, oh, I got to do it like it's a like it's a police badge, and I, I you know when I go to the scene of a crime and look at a TV show, I just flash it and walk under the tape, and I can go wherever I want to.
4: No, she's much nicer than my kids. Yeah, she. <laughs> I might send her holiday gifts instead of my own kids.
0: <laughs> no, she's got a lot of me. She's got a, a lot of me in, in her brain when she's like, "How does this affect me?" And how does, <laughs> just, yeah, that's great, but how does this? Where's my me? win? Yes. All right, I want no, That's get. a great story, you know. I get, but where, where do I come into this? Like, where, 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 where's my part in this whole thing? I don't understand where that is because <laughs> I haven't heard my name yet. All right, now I heard your name a lot, and your name is all over this story. But I, where is my name in this? Because that's what I want. <laughs> Twitter right now about a fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Uh, now we're going to hear from Rick Buecher coming up in about 25 minutes from now. Uh, all the big stuff you need going into the NBA draft, uh, going into what could be a big couple of days of trades in the NBA. Remember, Rick had the big story yesterday that one of the reasons why Russell Westbrook and James Harden could be so intent on leaving town is because... Those stars and others on the Rockets disagree with owner Tillman Fertitta's support of President Donald Trump. Trump, who in the NBA have been at odds since the beginning of his presidency. And this could be one of the reasons why they want out. Rick is going to stop by, tell us what percentage of a chance it is that that's why things are going the way they are. But outside of the James Harden thing, we saw a couple of really interesting things happen tonight, Mike. And I'm telling you. I know that it it's 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 trying to connect the dots a little bit but seeing that the Celtics have decided to Agree with Gordon Hayward on pushing the decision on his option year to Thursday at 3 o'clock, right? There's a $34 million player option right. that Gordon Hayward has due, which the Celtics don't want to pay him. No. And, of course, Gordon Hayward wants to pocket it because he's not going to get anything close to that somewhere else. Even though he is getting back to the player he was before the injury. I mean, he, he is getting there. It's just it's an odd fit now for him in Boston. It's probably best that he goes someplace else. But... 34 million is 34 million. So the Celtics have decided, they've agreed, hey, can we wait until Thursday at 3 to figure out your player option? There's also been talk of the Bulls calling the Celtics about Kemba Walker. The Celtics are going to do something really big. You know, it was was reported late in the day they could be a late player for the James Harden situation. What did I say on Monday? The two teams I want to see James Harden go to Golden State. And Boston, Boston could make it work because they clearly have the salary to make the to make the trades match. They have a couple of guys that they would move on from, and certainly Gordon Hayward's a good player. Kemba Walker's a good player. They have not been good fits in Boston. Kemba Walker was basically invisible when they needed him the most during the playoffs this year. He is not fit, and the Celtics have shown a propensity to say we're not going to stick with this too, for too long. We're not going to go through a three-year window and say all right, let's try to hold everybody's hand. No, no, if it doesn't work, we're going to make a move. The Celtics have something really big coming. They're going to make a big move, and it's going to be Hayward and Walker on the way out and somebody big on the way in because clearly what the Celtics had was close last year but it's not enough, and if they're building around Jason Tatum and some of the other players who have been the big building blocks, that's what you have to do, and these are the players you can move. They make money to make the trades happen. Hayward, Kemba Walker, they're going to go out, and somebody big is going to come in. I feel it for the Celtics.
4: Yeah, if, if for one of the deals, with to go with to the Bulls deal, you're talking about a lot of assets because they don't have a, a lot of high-end players.
0: Uh, on that roster as it's Oh, stands. you're going to see, like, other teams getting involved and we're no, going to yeah. this team involved and this is how it's going
4: to work. Yeah, to make that one work, I, I would suspect a third team gets involved because most of the guys you're looking at for the Bulls, they're not cracking the rotation in, in Boston, right? So who's that third team that you rope in? Uh, and we we look at the the James Harden to Boston is something you and I have talked about over the course of the night. I mean, that that's a curiosity to me, right, for a number of reasons. The money obviously matches up, uh, but making a big splash when you've got that young nucleus, that that's really just the, the question, right? Because between Hayward and Kyrie Irving when they were there, right, both were out injured, then they tried to roll them back into the equation. It just didn't work, right, because everybody else had assumed – such bigger roles and bigger responsibilities. They were young and obviously were still making a bunch of mistakes, but then everything got bogged down. Once those veteran guys got back into the mix, particularly we remember the Kyrie Irving, like that just got, that got awkward at times and and Hayward physically was nowhere ready to compete at the level that, that the Celtics were aiming for. Uh, It started towards, to be better at the end of this past year, but even still, you're trying to make sure everybody's happy with their minutes, and that became a tough proposition. I'm looking forward to a very wild 24 to 48 hours because just once the draft is done doesn't mean it's done, right? I mean, there's the way this offseason is being handled, there's going to be a lot of activity probably for the next week or two as they round this in, right? Because right now you're feeling guys out as to, all right, how ready are you to get back to work for one, but how do you feel about the team we've constructed, especially as we know more and more of these stars have their opportunity to uh, make their case, right, and lead those teams for, for better or for worse. Uh, you've got more guys piping, out, piping into the ownership and to the GMs trying to force the issue.
0: Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. So I see something big for Boston. And I see another trade that was talked about today that I don't know why it hasn't happened. I I, I, I don't get this because the two teams are talking, the Wizards and the Rockets, Russell Westbrook for John Wall. Mm -hmm. All right, now – Clearly, John Wall has been hurt. He's missed a lot of time, but according to all the, the experts and insiders, he looks great getting ready to come back, and, and and he'll be back to being John Wall. This was out there, and then suddenly it comes back that the Rockets want more if they're giving up Russell Westbrook. And I'm like, wait a minute. You, you, you want more? This is not a trade that's designed to make anybody better. This is a trade that's designed to get two unhappy players in different locations this is this is not boy westbrook this is one of those salary dump trades no they're the same player they've worn out their welcome where they are it's been a longer time for john wall shorter time for russell westbrook and they both need a change so here's the trade the money is just about even i get that john wall has been injured and you're you're worried about that and if you need a little bit of something somewhere to make the money absolutely match i get that but Really, what do you think you're getting? You're not trading James Harden to the Wizards. I mean, that that they they, they don't think they're asking for Harden, right? You're, you're not trading Harden. to the, You're trading Russell Westbrook, who you want out, who's got limited value because both Russell Westbrook and John Wall are depreciating assets. You know, it's not like these are guys in their in their early twenties, and you're talking about boy, here's a big superstar, and and uh, we were putting, you know, it's not like the Bucks putting Giannis on the block, going, well, we got to trade him before he leaves in free agency. No, you're talking about two players that you each want to get out, and this solves a problem, and here are the Rockets saying, no, 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 we want more. I mean, this should have been done already.
4: Oh, it's comical. It's comical. I've used the analogy, for those that have missed it here, it comes down to distressed properties, right? Or you're having the garage sale. You don't have the room for it. You need a couple of bucks, right? Something's wrong with the car, so now you've got a bunch of, Old, uh, just a sports memorabilia for fun of it, Jason Smith. Uh, And you really want to hold on to it so you're still fighting over top dollar, but recognizing at some point you really need to make this happen because you've reached an impasse. You've reached... a situation that is no longer tenable, uh, and th- I think that's where we're at, right? Whatever the reality is of why everybody wants out, and it could be as simple as Fertitta just wanting to blow it up and start over, right? That's one theory in all of this. I haven't heard. <laughs> right, everything <laughs> else is cloak and dagger about a bunch of other things. You know, might have just decided we had this run. Let's exorcise this this era altogether, and let's. Start scratch, from scratch with new players, a new vision, a new GM, and go. But you, you're the distressed property. You you need to be in the selling part of this. And Russell Westbrook is a guy, because of the salary, because of his age, because of his reputation, and you know me, I love him for the 48 minutes, uh, the, the fact that he leaves it all on the line, but in that it also – may at times alienate teammates that we have this problem that rolls up. And so, yeah, asking for more, that's nice. But the teams that are interested, which are very few, right, it's at at present the Wizards and Charlotte, they'll wait you out because eventually you have to come back to meet their price. Because they're the only ones at the sale. There's not 15 people trying to buy that piece of memorabilia from you. There's two guys going, all right. You know, I'm at 12. That, that's all you're getting, <laughs> and and you still want 15. You know what? You're you're losing that value. It's it's not going to happen. And with Russell Westbrook, they can wait it out. There's nobody else going to re-enter the sweepstakes. Unless something crazy happens, uh, yeah, no, no uh, one's going to say, "Oh, I'll,
0: I'll amp up for this." No, that's not happening. No yeah. one's doing that for Russell Westbrook. There's, there's no way it would have happened by now already. It would. Okay, this is what we really want, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Where the mean, Knicks have said, "Yeah, we'd like Russell Westbrook," and then the Rockets like, "Great," and they're like, "Yeah, but we only want him if we're not giving up anything." Oh, when the Knicks don't even want Russell Westbrook and given, what does that tell you about what you, the asset you're trying to peddle around the league? I mean, really, when the Knicks say, "No, no, 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 no," we really don't want to give up a lot from the Knicks who have absolutely nothing when they say listen there, there's that uh, listen you just hey if you're going to give them away all right great but uh, other than that there's nothing we can do I mean what does that tell you that should be the sign right there distress property baby distress property
2: be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast